Welcome to the Tribunal. I'm Danny with Jameson. If you're not for me, you're against me. And Chris Wern. I tried to save you. <laughs> we just watched episode 16 of the challenge battle for a new champion. We saw Ed make a fatal error. Olivia stabbed Narice in the back and a shocking elimination for Horacio and Kylan. We're going to do killed it or send it home. Jameson's juicy deets and MVPs and losers. But first, Chris, how does this play out now? There's no one left for Michelle and Jay to target. So are people going to create a little sub-alliance here or are they just going to accept being sitting ducks? I feel like, um, you know, I feel like we've finally reached the point that I've been waiting to reach since this season's began or since there was this American alliance in which, and maybe, geez, I don't know, I shouldn't even say it because I might jinx it, but like, I'm hoping we've reached the point where everything just fractions apart. You can tell there's obviously like little factions within this yep. alliance already, right? There's the Berna, Emmanuel, Colleen thing. Uh, and there's overlap, of course, right? But like, I just love the beauty of this um, this elimination format or whatever, the voting system of just voting one person to save um it's really throwing like a wrench in everybody's plans and it's going to expose people um i do feel like narice is going to be on the bottom because obviously with that preview she's a little pissed off and like <laughs> i think she could have gone back and just a little and, yeah i think she could have gone back and been you know fairly safe i don't know she still kind of has the in with those people even though i think they would be pretty intimidated by her performance but um sure yeah, I think she's going to go in. I think it's not going to be long before we see Mariah and James go in. But who knows? I mean, with all the play for in the dailies now, it's uh, I'm excited. I'm very excited, actually, for the first time in this season. Yeah, I'm not happy with the outcome of this episode, but it was right. a really good episode. Like, it, it's now very interesting for every portion of the show, which is great. Oh, yeah. Shout out to this episode. I'm in now. They, it only took 16 episodes, but now I'm in. Um, I, <laughs> you know, was on the edge of my seat this whole episode. Really enjoyed the Honestly, shout out to the producers. This new format of the voting and how people are eliminated, like, on the day. It sucks. I was very sad to see Ed go. Um, I love that guy. I want to look like that guy. That he, He's my motivation to do burpees. This year, who will be the next one next year? Um, but yeah, as, I just think, well, just for the people at home, like you look exactly like Ed, just without the muscles. That's <laughs> <laughs> oh man! I mean, that is a compliment. I'll take that. I'll take. I'll take that. And he gives me a lot of energy. Um, no, the new format with everything is just adding so much drama, you know, and. Um, I, it is, it is, does suck. I agree, Danny. I hated the result of who had to go home um, because it really, it really was two sides of the house. And now it's just going to be, I mean, sorry, Colleen, you're done. I mean, you're, uh -huh. you're, you're, you're a sitting duck. Speaking of sitting ducks, like you're screwed. Um, and, uh, you know, there's a few other others that are going to be, you know, um, Corey, bye-bye, buddy. You're done for. Yeah. Um, so there's a few that, you know, are kind of going to be targeted right away, which kind of sucks because before, you know, it was a nice dynamic where you didn't know who was going to, who was going to go down. 
Yeah, and it's a shame that it worked out this way. I it was a bad week to send two people home from the elimination because you're effectively oh. ending the second biggest alliance. Like it's over, you know, it's done. Yeah, I always wonder, like those kind of situations, like where the producers, like they had the original plan, we're gonna send two home, and they're like, ah, oh, fuck. Like I want to know, do they have those conversations? You know, like should we stick to that or should we just send one home because? Man, Horacio, I mean, I was expecting him to win this whole thing. Uh, so it's a it's a big hit. Well, that leads me into my second question, Jameson. So thank you for that. What You're is welcome. wrong with these producers? The only thing I know about that idiot, Jay, is that he's a mountain climber. They hand him this boring repelling challenge and then the private conquest that sends two people home. They like sort of gift wrapped it. If like they had to have known that that could be the outcome. Yeah, I mean, I guess I didn't even think about that. I mean, he did mention the rock climbing thing. And I was a little kind of like this daily kind of sucks. Like it was just at first I was like, wait, what is it? Like they got to get yeah. the, whoever gets the lowest or like the rock. I was kind of confused from the like it took me a couple rounds. Like, oh, OK, you know, it's whoever but I was very confused by that. I, I don't know if they like steered it in his direction. Like I told you guys before, Jay was very popular with the survivor community. The survivor community runs fucking thick. They they come out in droves. So maybe they're kind of trying to, I don't know, get that going. Um, but regardless, I just I think that they made a big mistake if they were doing that. If that is the case, I mean, I just think that the love story, oh, but then I think about actually the love story of splitting up Norris and Horacio. Oh my God, it's fucking poetry. It's Romeo and Juliet. Uh, so maybe they did a good thing. I'm all over the place. Um, but fuck Jen. That's where I'm going. It ended up being a great episode, so I can't complain too much. But I mean, it seemed to be in Jay's favor. Yes. Uh, it felt a little. It felt a little rigged. I mean, like when have we seen the uh, the soccer challenge, the soccer daily challenge? You know, like. <laughs> It's kind of like, you know, I mean, you're in these like European countries, they're all soccer crazy. You know, we're not seeing that. So like, yeah, I think when I saw that too, I immediately thought, well, Jay being a climber, I'm sure has like come across this tool and it looked like yes. he had it before, you know, like, yeah, yeah. I mean, it looked like the easiest thing he's ever done in his life. Yeah. So that just felt a little, yeah, a little upsetting to me, but then, um, to your point too about the producers just like nobody knew that two people were going home i would think you know they get into that elimination they could just be like hey we'll do two people next week whatever you know like yeah and just make up for it but uh yeah that was a little disappointing um but i feel like part of me feels like tj is just such a like i don't know i feel like he's an honorable guy so if they're like we're sending two home this week he goes nope that's the rules we live by it and he just stuck to it uh, i think so too i could not see him bending even though it's clear that these three are like his favorite yeah. Right now. yeah and you could tell it pained him to to send them home but i don't think he's yeah. breaking any rules but i do think you know i mean i know we kind of got caught up in horacio's game a little bit and thinking he was a favorite i do think this week really did expose him for some of the flaws that he does have in his game. Clearly like the puzzle game or the Tanagrams bit uh, was a weakness. Tanagrams. He struggled on that for sure to where, you know, I mean, everything else put together, 
he left that, did the other stuff and came back. Um, so, you know, clearly impressive in some of the other things, but I would say, you know, he better be doing those tanagrams when he gets home. Uh, but the other thing is just his social game as well. Um, you know, I, I feel like he tried to play this season with no social game and he kind of, that's kind of the way he operates from the two seasons we've seen, right? He's just yep. purely athleticism. He wants to just be a competitor. He doesn't want to rely on anyone, but like, let's be real. Who has ever won the challenge without a social game? Like never, so, it's never happened. The right. strategy of, well, I'll just win every elimination. Never, never, ever works. No. So like, I think, you know, he needs to like watch the season back and realize, okay, I got to go in with a little bit more. I got to try a little harder in some other areas. Cause clearly like the athletic part is a hundred percent. He's there, but there's a couple weaknesses. I think um, seeing Kylan go home was maybe a little more sad for like the guy who's been in elimination four times, you know? Um, but also very happy for Norris. I mean, what an impressive win. It was an amazing win, but it is sad for us too. Like, I want to see those guys in in a final. Yeah, I don't mean instead of Norris. Like, I want to see her in a final too. But I like when the final comes, you hate to see those people that sort of like squeak in, and you're like, they don't have any shot here. Like, I want to just see people that might win. Like, that's I want the best possible finale for Teach and people that Teach. People that have faced elimination too, you know, like, I don't know, there's, there's something with this show of like earning your place there, you know, and obviously in the past, there's people who squeak through to finals or whatever, but like, usually at some point you got to face an elimination at some point. And uh, I mean, so far, I don't know how many people are left, but there can't be too many more of these eliminations, I wouldn't think before no. this final. And there's well, I'll tell you who has uh, place. that don't have that skull yet. Yeah. And there's only... I think, <laughs> Of yeah, of the people who are left, I think James is the only one who's been in elimination, right? Really? Oh, uh, Michelle, James and Michelle. Michelle, well, I know Colleen's gone down there. I don't know if she. Yeah, Colleen has gone down there. But I don't know if she was like in one, but she was definitely in the sand, as they say. Yeah, which is nothing. Let's be <laughs> right. I think Narice yeah. wasn't in one. Maybe no, I don't think so. No, so she won't. We should, we should know these facts. I mean, Norris won this one, so she's deserving. Yeah. I mean, and I, I will say, speaking of proving yourself, Rossio really did prove himself, I think, this season. Uh, before, he's just a pretty face with a ripped bod, but now he's, you know, he's close to the full package because I do agree with you, Chris. He has some holes in his game, and the biggest hole is not being an a-hole. I think sometimes he needs to, like, you know, every once in a while – kind of be a, a little bit of an asshole, a little, you know, a little bit more aggressive. He kind of just kind of bends the knee all the time just to to everybody. Like, okay, I'll go in. I don't want to cause, you know, disruption. No, man, you fucking proved yourself multiple times. Stand up for yourself a little bit, you know? Like, otherwise you're going to get pushed over and they know that they can push you over. So, um, yeah, I do think he has some holes, but he is good. It's a great point, James. And who's the nicest challenge champ tori everybody else has an asshole side to them and you sort of need it it's true i'm trying to think of like someone who's won i mean they all like you know have grown and evolved and they had bigger times where they were more of an asshole but i don't know i mean daryl maybe daryl seems nice but i think back in the day he had some 
you know, I think I think you have to be ruthless to win. Yes, hundred percent. Tori's a good shout. I'd say Jenny again. Oh yeah, Jenny did not have one mean bone in her body. Just nothing but but big old muscles. Yeah, I think that's just uh, yeah. She had mean (laughs) muscles. Lord, (laughs) yeah, she just overpowered everybody else. It wasn't even a, a thing. Let's do killed it or send it home, Chris. So uh, in the daily challenge today, we saw them play for Under Armour. And I want to know what you guys thought about Under Armour apparel. Psych, not going to do that. Um, I was wondering, though, I'm like, did they hear this? Because they did a (laughs) close-up of the shoes after we all shit on their shoes. I loved that. It was amazing. Yeah, you're going to be competing in your Under Armour Slim Speed shoes. (laughs) With the little clicks, whatever the clicks were. I don't know what that was. I don't know what slim speed is, but I don't want anything to do with it. Um, (laughs) (laughs) No, during the episode, I saw Horacio drinking. It looked like it was a carton of apple juice, Mm -hmm. uh, but there was a little challenge sticker right on the the logo. And it made me think, um, what if the challenge made products? Would you buy in or would you not? Killed it or send it at home? (laughs) And what would be the one? As an addition, what would be the one product you'd want to buy from from the challenge? Well, first of all, you're asking the guy that owns maybe one of seven copies of the challenge book. So (laughs) I think think by default, I have to kill this. But like you mean more like if they made an energy drink or if they made cereal or whatever, you know, like, I don't know. I mean... Do they sell the jerseys for sale? Like, can I get like a CT? It's got to be on MTV.com. I would think right? Um, But I think I would want like a really shitty bottle of liquor from the challenge, like so that I can feel like them and go drink it in a basement with with no music on because they don't play music in these scenes and get into fights with my friends after drinking too much of their shitty alcohol. So that would be my choice. Nice. Green drink? Yeah. Green drink. What? Yeah. Green the drink. challenge green drink, I think, would sell at least three bottles right here, you know? Oh, right. we would we would buy all four bottles that they would produce. Yeah. Um, It'd be double the sales of the book. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. I'm gonna I'm gonna kill it too. You know when you it reminds me, you know when you go into like one of like the NBC store or like Universal and, the, and you walk into these gift shops and they got fucking everything up the swag of the wazoo for your like the friends TV show or whatever the hell it is. If I walked into the MTV store and there was a, a challenge, you know, fucking energy bar, I would buy the shit out of that for the novelty of it because it'd be so funny. I think they could do so many ridiculous food products that you people like idiots would buy. They could, they really could sell um, anything and anywhere. I mean, you think about it. Like, if they, dude, if they sold CT shorts that he carried bananas in, like, a, <laughs> like a replica of that, I would buy those tidies, man. I would wear that shit. You know what I'm saying? So, um, I'm killing it all the way. I think you, I would waste stupid money. Um, I don't think you would sell good. For, you know, I don't think they would make a profit, but I do think it would be pretty funny to see. <laughs> I mean. They should make a they should make a backpack that looks like bananas. <laughs> that would be incredible. That would be really incredible. funny. Incredible. Like a, a little mini backpack that looks like bananas. <laughs> um, 
for the sake of argument, I'm gonna say sell it <laughs> or send it home. Sell, sell it. it, sell uh, it. I'm gonna say send it home. I just feel like anything that was branded with the challenge on it would feel like it would just go straight to Marshalls or something like that. TJ Maxx. <laughs> but uh, TJ, he should do a party. I could see. I think the 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 liquor drink is good, like a liquor energy drink. Like they used to have, um, what was it? Juice. Do you remember those juices back no. in the day? Or no, I don't know what that like, is, buddy. Is it like uh, a four loco or like a spark? yeah, like a four loco exactly? Yeah, yeah those kinds of things. Um, but you know, I was thinking like weights or maybe some kind of exercise machine would be fun, you know, and doing an infomercial and you see all the the cast like working out on this like Bowflex kind of thing. I think that'd be really fun. So, but uh, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna send it home and uh, whatever. But I think it'd be fun for them to do regardless. I wouldn't. I just wouldn't buy any. I wouldn't buy it. I wouldn't trust. <laughs> The quality in the challenge products. Why would you, <laughs> Jameson? Um. All right, man. Well, it's funny, you know, you brought up the Under Armour uh, thing because you know when I saw that tonight and they showed the little clicky thing on the shoe, I was instantly <laughs> taken back to the '90s, uh, to when we were kids. Uh, the Reebok Pump. Um. You know, when you're a kid, you're pumping the fuck out of that thing, and I just. Man, talk about, you know, you're just talking about merchandise and fucking selling people and making people think they got to have something. Did the, killed it or sent it home? The Reebok pump or all those, did those, did the pump do anything? Did the pump help or help or do anything to the shoe? Uh, Seven-year-old me thought so. I pumped those those motherfuckers up, went to the, into the backyard and thought I was the fastest kid. I was like ready to like challenge anybody in the neighborhood. Like, let's do a race right now because I have my, but but real quick, let me do some bumps. Yeah. But like, no, I don't think they did anything. If they did, they would still be a feature on shoes. So I don't think so. I'm going to send it home. Yeah. I, uh, you know, what did the pump actually pump up? I think it, it tightens like the top of the tongue. So, so like it like compressed your foot in the shoe. Okay. Yes. Yeah. I mean, well, now that I know that evidence, I'm going to send it home. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, I agree with you, Danny. I don't think I ever owned any pumps, but I did have some LA gears or LA lights or whatever. Oh, yeah. Ooh, yeah. Definitely, like, I remember getting them for my birthday and just like running up and down the hallway thinking I was like the fastest kid on earth. Like the light, turn the lights off so I could see like the lights like yeah walls and stuff i mean it's definitely like a placebo effect with that kind of crap but uh yeah so i'm going to send it home that it actually did anything beneficial i imagine if it did well we'd still see that stuff in in shoes today so we that's fair um you know i knew that this was going to be a quickie but i i gotta tell you guys for the for the fun of it i i'm gonna because i believe in magic I, i gotta believe in something in my life you know and I'm going to say that they did do something. I'm going to say you pumped that shit up and it did do something to the shoe because I felt a lot faster 30 years ago for some reason. I don't know. Maybe uh, things have changed than I do now. So I think something was in those shoes. I think they, they pumped you up. Speaking of which, Chris, great point. Guys, we grew up in a fucking time of really fun tchotchke shoes. Yes. Shoes don't, shoes don't light up like they used to. Shoe, you know, you're not, no Heelys. The Heelys are, are gone, you know? Remember the ones we you could grind a, a pole with? Like, <laughs> you could do oh, a walking. Soaps, I think. Soaps. 
Yeah. Soaps. Oh the, so, the, uh, the pogo stick shoes, the moon moon bouncing shoes, yep. those are gone. I mean, I mean even even Nike Air is an example of this. Like, yes. that doesn't do anything either. It just looks cool. But I wanted yeah. wanted that visible it. air in it too, you know? Had to have. Michael Jordan special sauce. <laughs> special juice. <laughs> I mean, Jameson, right. I feel like I need to get you some some Reebok pumps, uh, get you all fired up to do your burpees. Yeah, maybe that'll do the trick. I tried <laughs> Just what you're missing. to get motivated. Maybe that'll do it. And you know what? Since you talked about all those shoe gimmicks, you know what I missed too is like what I vividly remember about my experience was having that swishy suit on, you know, like one of those just like Oops. swishy track suits and like knee sliding through the hallway on the carpet, you know, like oh yeah, see, oh yeah. Suits anymore? What's up? What's going on here? Started Dude, one, one time. At? I had those pants on, and I I was dressed as a Power Ranger, and then I I was like, oh, I can do tricks now, left and right. I try to do a, a flip. I try to slide, jump up, do a flip, crack my head. I had to go to the hospital and get stitches, man. <laughs> <laughs> All because the swishy pants made you think you could do then, anything. I felt like lightning. I felt smooth. He was invincible. <laughs> um, so this episode starts with a prank. And uh, the prank quickly <laughs> makes people cry. Um, and that's the thing with pranks, you know? It, it's, a, it's a thin line between going too far and being really funny. So how do you two feel about pranks in general? Are you fans or are they mean-spirited? Ooh, great one. Chris. Um, I'm gonna say killed it if it's not happening to me. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think, you know, I will say killed it. Um surprisingly, I feel like I, I should send it home, but I'm gonna say killed it. I think pranks are pretty funny and fun and like, you know, I think you just gotta learn to like roll with the punches. Obviously, they never like opened it, but like, or you know, they never let everybody in on what happened and said it was a joke or anything so they never really amended it but hey, kylan uh, was the wrong guy to put in charge of the prank oh uh, yeah not exactly a funny guy also <laughs> right. what was his fucking plan i mean you gotta, you gotta execute the fucking prank good or otherwise it's not a prank he let it go for so long <laughs> it just kept going people were in tears so fast well um, i had to guys i had to rewind i was like did i miss something like is Horacio not going to come back to the house? Like, or like, but no, he was coming back. So, like, what was his? I, I don't understand what his end game was. Like, because obviously he was coming. I think they wanted to. My understanding was they wanted to reveal like who was kind of with them and wasn't, which obviously didn't do anything because Olivia was the one crying the most, and she was the one who ended up stabbing them all in the back anyway. So, <laughs> kind of, kind of really didn't prove anything. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Oh, wait. Yeah. What's your answer? Oh, my bad. I'm going to say killed it on pranks, even though that last point made me think I should send it home, but I'm going to say killed it. Yeah. I mean, man, pranks are an interesting thing. You know, like they can really go sour fast. Like it depends on, like if you're like, boo, I pranked you. Is that considered a prank? You know, like I, I scared you a little bit around the corner. Sure. But then when you get to a, a level of like, hey, I'm pretending like I'm going to pretend like your grandma's dead. And you gotta just like go with it, and then all of a sudden, gotcha! Your grandma's alive. Like that's when it like goes, you know, too far, right? So 
I just think, but I love pranks I, for the most part. And when they're good, they are good. When you're Kyland and you're like, just like, did you see how hard he hugged Horacio when he came in the fucking house? Oversold it. If you can't act, don't do the prank. Um, and he just couldn't, he couldn't handle it. Um, that's a long-winded way of saying, killed it to pranks. Yeah, <laughs> I, I'm going to kill it too. I love pranks. Um, but... There's a big difference. And now with like the whole prank thing on YouTube, like there's a lot of kids out there that are just being dicks and thinking it's, well, it's a prank, bro. It's like, and it's not really a prank. <laughs> <laughs> like a prank should always be funny. It shouldn't make people think that they're in danger or like their lives are, you know, like yeah, a harmless prank that everybody finds funny, like. <laughs> It's great, but like now it's these people that are like people will start attacking them on the street. And they're like, it's a prank, it's a prank. It's like, well, <laughs> and that's a bad, it's a bad prank if someone thinks to punch you in the face. I'm that's sorry, I'm laughing so hard, man, but you're so right. These fucking kids, I don't mean to be like get off my lawn vibes, but these fucking kids today are doing they're going on the street and they're filming people and they're like with a fucking knife or some crazy shit, like whoa, 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 it's a prank. It's yes. Get the fuck out of here. That's not a prank. That's fucking attempted murder. Yeah. Or snatching people's phones like you're inviting violence then. Like yeah. that's a bad prank. But I just I love it. I love it. It's a prank. It's a prank, bro. Chill. <laughs> I think I saw somebody got shot because of a prank. Oh, like not shot. They, yeah, they probably deserved shot. it. They got shot in the leg and then they went to press charges. I think they lost, which was amazing. But yeah, fun pranks like if a coworker leaves their computer open, fire off a couple of weird emails to people. That's one of my favorites. <laughs> that is, I can attest. That, that is one of Danny's go-to's. That's one of Danny's go-to pranks. Yep. <laughs> Signing a card with someone else's name, talking about how you want to smell their baby. Always funny. Classic Danny prank. Or no, one more classic Danny prank. Uh, leaving a pen, like a certain type of pen on someone's desk, right? Or gifting. What was it? That was Chris. That was me, actually. Yeah. Oh, that was Chris. I can't see. That's how good you guys prank, man. The VJ pens. The VJ pens. <laughs> Shout out, VJ. Love you, man. Yeah, hasn't uh, been so on the hasn't been on the podcast since the first two episodes ever. You know? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, this is a fun one. Time to get juicy with Jameson's Juicy Deeds. Woo! Okay, guys. First up, I'm, I'm I'm kicking things off with something hot, something heavy, something sexy. Um, so no surprise here that uh, these two uggos, Narice and Horacio. Uh, Narice said this week that her and Horacio had sex. All day long, every day, everywhere they can, whenever they're together. Um, I was, for one, shocked by this. I don't know why they'd want to touch each other. Uh, I'm curious why she felt the need to say that. <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't know. Well, no, it started. I'll tell you why. Someone tweeted, someone random tweeted, like, on the bed, on the couch, on the thing. And she's like, oh, I know that life. Like all day, every day, and then she went into more details. That's what that's that's how I get my deeds. Uh, There's really I, no I, cool I, way to brag about how much sex you have, is there? I know that life. I'm a sex machine. 
<laughs> there is no cool way. No. Not, not, not one bit. Uh, speaking of Norris, one more for her. Uh, she also uh, went online this week on Instagram Live and talked about how uh, Mariah um, went to bat for a temporary man. Everybody talked about how she wasn't going to be with James for a while over her real friend. She actually has a long kind of relationship with Norris a couple others in the house. And she just she's trying to pick fights with Mariah. Um, Norris coming coming in hot this week. I mean, that dude sucked. All right, let's move it on. Um, <laughs> guys, Bananas um, became the co-owner. This is so funny to me. Became the co-owner of the Orange County Club soccer team, um, which I thought was pretty silly because, you know, there's like levels of these like celebrities, you know. So so like Ryan Reynolds becomes co-owner of like, you know, a real fucking team in Europe. And then you got go down to D-list celebrity. And you got Bananas. Who's the co-owner of the Orange County Soccer Club? I thought that was pretty silly. See, that's what success looks like in reality TV. Yeah, yeah that's the that's the level. You own a soccer team that nobody knew existed. It's great. Orange County, though, I mean, I guess it's nice, nice outside for the games. All right, last deed is a is a fun little deed. I know you guys like the behind the scenes kind of stuff. I'm always searching for those deeds for you too. Um, I want to I want to please you. Uh, so CT uh, went on Johnny Bananas podcast this week, and he talked about how back in the day on the challenge, they, there used to be fights all the time, like behind the scenes, basically off camera and on the weekend, he said. So they would they used to like plan the fight. So he, he said that they used to be like, yeah, all right, well, at 8 o'clock on Saturday when we're not filming, you and me were fucking fighting. Um, and I thought that was really fun. And would they follow through on the fights? Like there's just all these fights. Yeah, yeah. He said there'd be he said there'd be fights all the time. Like when the cameras were off, they would fight behind the scenes in the early, early days of the challenge. That's wow. incredible. Yeah. I, did they say anything about how things are conducted these days? He said there's a security guard around every like there's always, always security just ready to pop in. <laughs> it's always those burly dudes. Oh, I guess that sounds yeah yeah I, I want to hear more details about this that's a good deed it's a good deed um, I just love them like this weekend Saturday yeah it's like the kid like after school after the last bell exactly, ring exactly dead meat <laughs> um are you not going to bring up the penis I was thinking about bringing up the penis but I didn't know if the penis was you know Worth keep bringing up because <laughs> Amy texted it to me separately. For those that don't know, there's this photo going around of Horacio, and uh, it appears that he might have a large penis. <laughs> the, the largest Shocker. penis, the largest penis you've ever seen. Finally, he gets something from a physical standpoint. You know, like yeah. nothing else was going right for that guy. <laughs> so, do you guys think it's real? I yeah, seen, I haven't seen it. <laughs> I'll post it on Instagram, please. <laughs> MVP of the episode, Chris Warren. Um, you know, we kind of talked about how this episode did not go how we wanted it to go, but uh, I feel like I just have to give it to this person. 
I said her uh, boo thing was my loser last week. I'm giving it to Mariah. I don't know how the hell she's managed to get this far in this game, but for some reason, she just keeps floating on through unscathed and is dragging along James and somehow keeping him safe. It's a miracle. I don't know what she's doing behind the scenes that's making it like work, but uh, I'm just going to, you know, I'm just saying congratulations, Mariah. You did it. So whatever. You're my MVP this week. It's truly shocking. Yeah, it is. I am shocked by both of them kind of being this far. I'm going to give it to Norris. Uh, You know, not much to say. She killed it. Uh, literally. Um, she sent home the two strongest males in the house, uh, which is pretty amazing. And she didn't give up uh, to send home your, your own boyfriend. Pretty crazy. Got to give it to Norris. Yeah, me too. Norris killed it. Killed it. It was... Uh... And it wasn't even all that close. It was pretty dominant. That was amazing. Yeah. Loser of the episode, Chris. Well, uh, I'm going to go with Olivia this week. Um, I just, her ego is annoying to me. And uh, obviously kind of made the vote, made me hate the vote, you know? It was just kind of, you know, fell on her. So, um, and yeah, she just seems to think she's like at the center of everything when she's really not. So I think she's in for a rude awakening, but she's my loser this week. Lots of crying, lots of making it about herself. Loser. I was going to give it to Olivia too. She was annoying. I don't like her. I agree with everything you said, Chris. But then I just thought about it and I was like, she found a way to stay in the game uh, by being a conniving, crazy person. And then that's why I couldn't give her the loser. She, you know, Went against her friend, which was fucked up. Everything she did was fucked up, but she's still in the game. I'm going to give it to Kylan because Kylan, uh, dude, you kind of really sucked in the end there. You didn't you, you get one flag. It was pretty rough watching it. So, Kylan, sorry, buddy. Uh, I think this is the first time we've had three different ones. I'm going to give it to Ed. He's just way too smart to make that mistake. I mean, as he said, you didn't have to do anything, and he would have been just fine. So that was a... It's a rookie mistake, and he's not a rookie. He's better than that, and it sucks not having him around. Until next week, that's it from the Tribunal. Don't be a quitter. Don't be a loser. You guys killed it. <laughs> we made it. <laughs> <laughs>